Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast, the only official Top Chef podcast. If you find another podcast that says they're the official Top Chef podcast, please leave them a one-star review. Report it to Apple. And and report it to Apple for infringement of our podcast and get them off Apple Podcasts. They'll be helping us out a lot, actually, like a lot. Welcome to Pod. Welcome to Pod Chef. Season 18, the current season, episode five. We're here. It's me, your host, the one, the only, Jamal. I'm here with my co-host, Reeves. Say what's up. Hey, everyone. What's up? Glad to be here. All right. And uh, the co-host to the co-host, Brian, say what's up. Oh, hello, everyone. I hope everyone's doing fantastic. And if you're not at home, I hope that you traveled very safely to get to wherever you are. Okay, and now we're starting already. Uh, so we have another special guest uh, on this episode. I know if you're a listener, like, when are this just going to be the three of them again? Never. Um, our special guest this week uh, needs no introduction. You know her. You love her. Her name is Annie Berry. Hello, Annie. Hi. I don't know that they know me and love me. I think that that's a stretch, Jamal, but thank you. And so Annie Berry runs... <laughs> An improv theater, and right there, what she did was a no but, and that's good to get out there that she does that. She'll do that sometimes. She'll she'll forget that she runs an improv theater, and she's supposed to yes and life and everything. You're right, but see, doesn't that just say that you should be running the theater, Jamal? And this is a great time for you to usurp my power and and come in, come to Seattle, take over. That's I'm good with it. Well, I I I told you as soon as you said you're running a theater, I said. Why are you running a theater? I can run a theater. Mm-hmm. I and, run a theater in my head all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, I, yes, and uh, thank you for having me and, on the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Jamal, I, what would your improv theater be called? Annie's is called Bandit Theater. Maybe we can ask her why that's named that. Jamal, what would your theater be called? The one that's, the one that's in your head yeah. and then the one that you'd open up in real life, brick and mortar, or... On Zoom, people are opening up Zoom improv schools right now. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my improv theater would be called Chicken and Chuckles. Um, <laughs> and you don't serve uh, food, right? No, we do serve food. Uh, we serve mm. we serve scallops. Mm. Chicken of um, the sea. Yeah, chicken of the sea, scallops. And you could get food and you can get laughs. So it's kind of like a true improv theater theater or a comedy club, but it's just for improv. So people are going to be like, wait a minute, I'm watching an improv show and I'm getting fed. This is crazy. So it's like a, it's, I feel like there's a vacuum for that. Mm-hmm. There's a space for an improv <laughs> theater to be feeding its audience That's, while people are on stage. I like that. With, like a the, lot. Re- the That's- face microphones that performers use. I don't have a bit anymore for it. <laughs> okay. Am I on a massive, I, massive I'm interested delay? in this idea of... Sort yes. of. <laughs> yes. That's what's going on. All right, guys. I'm just going to hang in the cut for a while. And he's in the ditch. Full... No, he's chilling in the cut. You're in the, in the ditch. Full disclosure, I am not 
I, I'm not where I normally am. I normally live in DC, but I decided I'm going to give that up. I'm going to put everything in my Volkswagen Passat and I'm just going to drive around the country, find work where I can and just, just live out of my car. I got as far as West Virginia and my car broke down. And then, mm-hmm. and now I'm in an Airbnb. Take a wrong turn. Yes. So roads go in different directions, right? <laughs> I assumed I could just mm-hmm. get on one and that would take yeah. me directly where I wanted to go. This one took me deep into a mountain and my car immediately broke down. Okay. So, yep. Sounds I'm, like you were on the road of life for a little bit there. Yeah, at least four hours. Um, <laughs> so now I'm in an Airbnb for the foreseeable future. But, uh, you know, once my Passat gets back up and running, we're going to be back on the road, just living, living the life, driving around the country. Now, you said you said only you were <laughs> packed up your stuff. And, were on, and then, then you just said we. Who's we? Uh, so me... <laughs> I did drag my wife along for this. She is not on board. Um, she says it's a bad idea. Why are we doing this? Your car, your Passat is not designed. It has too many miles on it. And that car is not designed to have that much stuff in it. Cause I, we brought a lot of stuff. I got stuff strapped to the top too. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. she was right. Ultimately. You said that you're working Reeves. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> you said you're working, like picking up work where you can. Didn't you used to work in a bank or like guarding a vault? Isn't that what you, you told me you used that to do w- for work? Yeah, you were like a dragon of sorts, right? <laughs> I did. I didn't have a dragon-like job before. Now I think I'm just mainly going to hang out around like trails and stuff like that. And maybe like just look, you know, trails like hiking trails or whatever and like look for work out there. Stuff like that. Jamal, do you have a question? Yeah, I'm just raising my hand so you know when I want to talk just so I don't interrupt with the pause. (laughs) So, Reeves, what I was going to say was, would you ever consider getting like a reference letter from your past boss, Smog? Smog. Well... (laughs) I mean, things didn't end well with him, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he would be down to give me any kind of positive. I guess that depends on if I want a positive one or just like a realistic interpretation of what I did guarding all that gold. Which is you stole you stole office supplies, right? That, that's why you got let go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait for mm-hmm. <laughs> So this is going to be a fun episode. Reeves is going to catch up to the jokes like five seconds after they happen. Um, let's just get right into it with uh, our our guest, Annie. Uh, Annie, let's do a segment we're doing here that we always do. It's always had a name. It's called Chefs I Prepared for You, mm. where we uh, discuss what we had for dinner last night, and we present it as if we're presenting it to the judges on Top Chef. Would you like to participate in that, Annie? I would love to participate caveat okay can it be something uh-huh. i made while watching top chef today sure okay whatever you want sure okay. great and just so that everyone knows annie gave us consent to do this so now we can go forward with this bit because we've had letters from people saying hey you didn't ask me about this i wasn't prepared you made me look like a fool 
I look stupid. I wasn't prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, Next time, get consent. And now I have it. So, all right. Uh, Chefs, I prepared for you. Last night, I made lemon pepper and rosemary pan sear chicken thighs, chopped sweet potatoes, sautéed in butter-infused olive oil, and garlic and olive uh, spinach. Yum. I was going to ask you if you didn't, because you usually say chicken breast, and I was going to ask you if you don't do thighs. No, I do do thighs. Yep, I do thighs. How did I'm you a thigh in- man and a breast man. Right, Reeves? <laughs> oh, brother. Reeves will get that five <laughs> seconds later. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. That joke is offensive, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> I think he waited even longer than he had to for that. I have, a, I have a question for Jamal. How did you infuse, you said infused olive oil? Yeah, so I I have um, this olive oil that comes with flavor infused into it, and the olive oil I have is butter infused olive oil. So they like steep it like a tea, like they drop something. In I them. I I've never seen it, but I mean, there's different ones. There's like garlic. There's like uh, lemon infused olive oil, so it has like a lemony taste to it. Mm. But I've I've not seen them actually do the infusing. Oh, and I'm pretty sure they don't actually put butter into it. <laughs> It's just butter flavor. Okay. Yeah. And there's that question asked, answered. <laughs> okay, Reeves, uh, a.k.a. Delay Dandy, you're up next. Chefs, I prepared for you hamburger hot dog. <laughs> okay, uh, Reeves, <laughs> is this because you don't have any of your accoutrement and you're not in your home because you are traveling? Yeah, it's a little harder to put together something very complicated and, you know, uh, beautiful the way I normally create all my food. So instead, I had to buy some some ground beef and some hot dogs and cook them in my car. I have a griddle and I cooked in that. (laughs) Now my car smells real bad and a couple of the seeds are burned. Okay. All right. Hey, that happens. Sometimes you got to you got to camp out in a car. Now, did you make enough for everyone? It was a so when I said hamburger hot dog, I mean a hamburger and a hot dog. So we did cut them in half. Singular. And oh, we okay. ate them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which honestly is You not ate half enough. of each. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. An- <laughs> <laughs> Annie, go ahead. Um did did you you said you cooked it inside of your car? Did the car fill with smoke when you were cooking inside of the car? I think he hot boxed it. Yeah, I think he hot boxed it. Well, yes, I did. I mean, that wasn't initially what I was thinking about doing, but it turned into a hot box. Um, and here's a fun fact: you can get a real wicked high off of <laughs> burning your hamburger and hot dog on your hot plate. <laughs> So I, I'm still kind of feeling the effects of that. So, you know, if I seem a little delayed or a little out of it, I think that might be part of it is that <laughs> all the smoke that I did, the hot boxing. So, yeah, kids, that's important. Even though a lot of states right now are legalizing uh, marijuana, cannabis, whatever you want to call it, if you can't, it's still going to be 18 and up. If you can't get your hands on it, just cook a hamburger hot dog in your car. 21 and up. It's 21. It's going to be 21. So those kids can go off and fight in a war. But they can't smoke a J in their parents' basement playing Nintendo 64. And, and here goes Brian talking about politics again. 
you know, I don't want to get into politics because I'm already the president. But, you know, I just don't understand. And that's great improv. You know, this really brings it out in us. Annie being here has really, like, sparked, sparked my improv again. I haven't done it in a long time. Annie's here now, and now I'm the president because I said it, and it's true. <laughs> Well, I did hear Eva mention Nixon. I did not get a shout out in that uh, blurb about Nixon. She's like, we're all here together. And I was like, oh, are we? <laughs> oh, boy. Now that's uncomfortable, isn't it? Mm. Um, just for do we want to address that? Other uh, people listening, I just want to say for the record that I, Annie Berry, was also on Nixon uh, am on Nixon currently. I don't am? think I've been. Yeah, I don't think we've finished the vote to kick you out yet. Okay, yeah. We're still, Reeves is still holding out. Uh... <laughs> Reeves actually said he didn't want to vote. What do they do that in Congress when they say they don't want to vote? Abstain. They abstain. abstain. <laughs> so Reeves has abstained from voting. Mm-hmm. It's just and then me and Brian politics. both have paid lobbyists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yes, that's official now. Sorry for not mentioning it last time uh, when Eva was here that the group is officially a foursome and you both had your own episodes, so that's good. Um, Brian, uh, Mr. President, go ahead. (laughs) The group's a four. so I was never in Nixon? Holy shit. (laughs) This is becoming a problem now. Just doing... Just the basic of counting. I think the best part is that this is for two people. <laughs> this is for it's not even for me. I don't like this conversation at all. It's gonna be what for I'm... one other person in DC who's like, oh yeah, I know that. What I'm saying is I don't think we ever did a show of more than four people. So our team has always been four people at its max. Uh, okay. That's true. <sighs> Brian, what'd you prepare? This is so bad. I call this Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, chefs, last night I prepared for you what I prepare uh, almost all the time before oh, I record this podcast, go. and that is sloppy Joe. No, I haven't done that in a time. <laughs> it's chick, uh, coconut chickpea curry. It's what it's. Oh my it's, god! It's coconut what we do now. Chickpea. We do curry. it like once a week. It's we have like three things that we cook, and that's one of the three. So you is your wife this. telling you now to fire up the chickpea curry? Mm-hmm. She says fire up the chickpea curry. So, Brian, you mentioned this on Eva's episode, and I wanted to ask, is it the New York Times chickpea curry that was sweeping the nation? See, Reeves asked that question, too, because he deal. pays for the New York Times. <laughs> well, he's a banker. <laughs> well, yeah, he gets it for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. No. Nope. All right. <laughs> okay. No, it's one that we found on the <sighs> internet. But it's not the New York Times one, but it is good. And I would like to try the New York Times one. If someone would send me the link to that for free, um, maybe I'll try it. It won't be me. I don't have I don't it. have the New York Times. I got you covered. I just read the articles. <laughs> I read the articles separately. Right. I just look I, at the centerfolds. I treat it I treat it like a, a buffet experience. I'm like, I don't need the whole thing. I just mm-hmm. I just want to pick what I want. Mm-hmm. No, but it's good, and we make rice in the Instant Pot, and we cook the whole thing. Last night, it was a little sweeter than normal, I think, because we used uh, roasted uh, diced tomatoes versus uh, just regular diced tomatoes. They're sweeter, Mm. but I enjoy Mm. it still. Mm. Sounds good. All right. Um, All right. And now we're on to our guest. Annie, what did you have? 
Chefs, I prepared for you a uh, spring roll with arugula, heart of palm, carrot, red bell pepper, cabbage, and uh, rice noodles, and then a sunflower butter dipping sauce because we're doing a um, a cleanse, an eight-week, I think, cleanse of no soy, no gluten, no dairy, no eggs, no shellfish, no tree nuts to uh, rule out any food allergies for my partner, Matthew. So I had to be, I have to be very like, especially no soy because I'm vegan. So soy, taking soy out was like a big thing. Um, so now having to like substitute things. So that's why I roasted the sunflower seeds and then I churned them into butter and then I added coconut aminos, sesame oil, a little rice vinegar and maple syrup and then mixed it all together. It's pretty good dipping sauce. Holy shit. It's good. I I can show it to you. Not that the listeners can. Oh, you haven't it. finished eating it? I, I made like a big tub of it, like a bunch of them, and then we can oh, just okay. refrigerate them and then eat them later. Cause so I it's, love you put it rolls. in the tub? In a plastic bin tub, Tupperware. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought you made a whole bunch to put in the tub, and then that's how much you made. That's a mm, lot. No. Okay. <laughs> People are good at cooking. That's so crazy that people yeah. do cooking. It's so hard to do. I think like being vegan, I've gotten more creative with my cooking because I had to because um, you have to hit certain like nutritional things. Otherwise, you're malnourished. And, yeah, you don't feel good. Um, but I also I think like because you can't go out to eat as much. You want to eat good things. So you have to get more creative in your cooking, I think. I think that's why. Um, so you would say you have to kind of like improvise? Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I will say I, I was on vacation. Reeves, you're not the only one who is traveling around. I, I was on vacation and I went to breakfast and I ordered um, an omelet because I do eat eggs sometimes. I ordered an omelet with no cheese. I was like halfway through it. And I was like, oh, I don't feel good. And I looked and there was cheese in it. And I was like, mm. oh, no. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had dairy, like really had dairy for like three or four years maybe. And it messed me up pretty good for a few days. Like it really, my body was like, Mm-mm. Yeah. Have you had your uh, second, uh, Have you? are you vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you have any side effects, symptoms to the vaccination? Mm-mm. Mm. Maybe they put it in the cheese. <laughs> Maybe they waited. They said she'll slip. She'll slip up. Well, no, she'll I told up. you. I told you I got it in that chip in the back of my neck. They oh yeah, put that's it, right. They you... put it on a microchip and they slipped it between my uh, spinal column, and they said that it was on there, and that's how I got oh. the vaccine. So, but I didn't have any side effects. I feel fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome to the club. Thanks. Good to be here. Reeves, were you going to say something? Brian, if if you need that New York Times recipe, <laughs> I can't send it to you because I don't have service out here, but I can write it to you in a postcard. I have it pretty much converted to memory. I don't know when you guys are going to get this part of it. but that's... Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> that's a very fun... 
the way. What would be what would really piss me off is if Zencaster fixes that for us and we're talking about it so much and it never comes up as a thing. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do our best to not mention it anymore because okay. that might happen. <laughs> so um, here's a big question, Annie. You said that uh, it makes it hard for you to go out to restaurants and eat. Uh, what's the uh, hardest place, uh, for restaurant-wise, uh, vegan-friendly-wise, that you went out to eat and you're like, man, this menu is not friendly at all with the vegan oh. options? I went to a restaurant in St. Thomas that had – zero vegetarian options so i really couldn't eat anything it was all meat it was it was named um it had like a spanish sounding name like it was like mama rosita's or something and but when when we went in i was like oh we're gonna get like tacos or something i'll probably get rice and beans whatever and we went in and it was all like fettuccine alfredo and like hamburgers and hot dogs like such random foods and i was like i can't eat anything so we didn't we didn't stay we left i couldn't even get fries Hmm. that's that's usually my go-to vegan option is like if they don't have anything like usually they have fries or potato chips yeah back to my irish roots and this place had nothing wow nothing I'm trying – so, Brian, go ahead and talk because I'm trying to find a segue. Oh, yeah, my turn. Great. Oh, I love talking I'm so trying much. to. I'm trying to get a, a segue into the name of the episode, so just keep talking and I'll be over here thinking. Trying to be polite and not talk too much, but now I've been given the green light, so I'm just going to go. Great. <laughs> wow, restaurants. Love them. Uh, my wife is vegetarian, so she has a, a similar thing. It's usually one vegetarian thing, and she usually mm-hmm. hates it because it's eggplant, just like eggplants. So mm-hmm. she's like, "Can't have this." And I'm like, "Oh wait, wait Brian, shut up, shut up, shut up, Brian, shut up, shut up." <laughs> hey, you know what a great place is to like go on a a date during the pandemic? A drive-in. So that's why you can just text someone and say, "Meet you at the drive-in," and we'll be right back to talk about this episode. <laughs> no, hold on. What was the what great place to go on a date? Was that because I said I had a wife? <laughs> Yeah, yes. makes sense to me. No, go on do a different. That one doesn't count. Do another. Do another one. <laughs> no, you gotta do that one again. I am what? not going to. I'm not going to present this transition to Tom Colicchio. He will laugh in my face when I say, "Here's Jamal's transition." He'll say, "Smack it out of my hand," and he'll say, "You bring me this on my okay. daughter's wedding." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's you go back to talking what you're talking about. Now. Great, my turn again. Here we go. Um, oh no, uh, your wife hates uh, eggplant. You said your wife hates eggplant, she hates eggplant. Did you guys watch Mortal Kombat? <laughs> the movie? I watched Mortal Kombat, it was awesome. Yeah, movie on HBO Max. It was, great. It was all right. I'd probably watch it if I was at a drive in. Yeah, that brings us to. <laughs> And that brings us to uh, episode five title, Meet You at the Drive-In, which we'll talk about right after this break. Punch up. And we're back. It's time to talk about season 18, episode five, Meet You at the Drive-In. We are here. And Brian, do you think this quick fire challenge, just before we get into it, do you think this was counts as an ad? I'm not sure if it was an ad or not. Sort of, but it wasn't... Um... It didn't have the same kind of, it didn't like super, it all had the same kind of company that made all these like, what I'm sure are very gross pieces of roses that people are putting into food. So like, it's sort of an ad. They did also like really keep the camera on a long time 
on a can of a uh, box of salt for a bit. <laughs> like it really hung there for like a minute. So that kind of is, is the commercial. But no, this kind of counts as a commercial. But this also kind of counts as uh, another ham-fisted Portland thing by Padma. I mean, I guess they said that Portland was called the Rose State in 2003. It's 2021. It's been a Rose Like Portland's love roses. It's like stupid. I hate keep doing it, and I don't like it. All right. Um, Annie, have you seen Top Chef before? I have not. This is my first episode of Top Chef, and uh, it was it was interesting. That woman, what's her name, Padma? Padma. I couldn't stop staring at her teeth. Like she had this, like in this first challenge, she had this bright lipstick on and these white teeth, and I was like, how the hell is she going to eat anything and not get <laughs> lipstick all over her face? It was very. I was more interested in just watching her try to finagle the food into her mouth cleanly. Uh, is that normal? I, does she usually um, look like that? Yeah, usually afterwards <laughs> she does have lipstick all over her cheeks. <laughs> um, and then also on her teeth. Like and so she hates when people bring that up because she's like, I'm just a woman out here trying to eat food. Please don't shame me. And so here I'm we have not trying Annie to shame kind of her. I'm not shaming her. No, I'm not so. shaming her. Excuse moi. I am not shaming her. <laughs> I am in awe of her superhuman ability to eat with that much lipstick on and not smudge it. I mean, they must be like every take coming over and touching her up. Cause like if I I never wear lipstick because I'm a trash person, I don't really wear makeup, but like Same. I'll go to a wedding and I'll Yeah, that's put, why I don't wear lipstick either. <laughs> I'm a trash person. <laughs> I'll go to a wedding and I'll wear lipstick and like I'll go to the bathroom and it's like down in my side of my face. I look like a serial killer. <laughs> and no one's told you. I never <laughs> just thought about that. That's, I never thought that was a thing. I thought makeup just stayed on your face. It sure doesn't. Oh, Brian. Brian, you've never smudged makeup before? I mean, I've had my mascara run when I cry, but I've never had my lipstick in all my sides of my cheeks. Well, those were during your ska band days. Um, uh, Brian has had a prolific ska band days in his high school and post high school, and when he was running a radio show with Reeves' wife, now wife. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is normal for Padma. She does take one bite of food, and then they say cut, and then they reset her, uh, so she looks perfect all the time. Yeah, um, which she does. We're allowed to talk about it now. Yeah, we, we've been given the green light last episode to talk about it. Um, to talk about that she's like very beautiful and flawless looking, and yeah, and you know, it's those kind of like normalizing those standards is what <laughs> I like about the show. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I was like, how does she not gain any weight? Like, what is this woman doing? She's eating all this stuff all the time. So this episode starts with them pouring one out for Kiki. We all know that Kiki was uh, passed away in the last episode, and so they're pouring one out for Kiki. Somebody died? Is... Yes. Way, when yes. you lose in Top Chef, you're no longer alive. <laughs> you said passed away. <laughs> she did. She passed away from the show. She She's now on Last it, Chance Kitchen. Last Chance Kitchen is kind of like, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Tom's own personal hell <laughs> for you. Yeah, it, it's like pure purgatory. <laughs> ah, forget it. Just tee me up. <laughs> if you want me to talk, just ask me and then wait five seconds okay, and well, I'll talk. Uh, all right. All right. This is going to be a Reeves heavy episode. So 
There, they have a quick fire challenge uh, in reference to Portland's nickname as the City of Roses. The chefs had to incorporate roses or rose products into their dishes, and the winner received this beautiful thing called immunity from elimination and no money this time in the quick fire challenge. Um, I'm not a huge fan of rose. I think it has zero flavor. I don't think it should be cooked with at all, but um, you know, you, you got to sell roses sometimes. What do you guys think about and what, this? As and a, what better way to sell roses than to tell people to eat them? Yeah. There's no other way that you can sell roses. People, they're yeah. just like growing wildly on the streets. Like, how do you get rid yeah. of them? They have these poor farmers who just have, I have, I, I got to so many roses here. Yeah. Nobody buy. And, so, and I they're like, that. I tried to do Italian. <laughs> <laughs> now let's leave that in because that was good. That's what farmers sound like, I guess. Um, I think also when it comes to roses, uh, a lot of people who produce them are like, if only there was a holiday, we could force people to buy these and hand them out. We could mm. get these roses off our hands. So it's eating, it's buying them, it's whatever we can to get these roses out of here. Uh, that's what needs to happen. Um, but as far as cooking, I'm not a big fan of it as a flavor. Yeah. Um, I might neither. as well just be cooking with water at that point. It just like um, smells like perfume. Like it's very yeah. weird to me because I, I don't I don't smell perfume and get hungry. Yeah, I, I smell perfume and I had less than to talk about that. Um, so <laughs> Avishar has banned roses from his restaurant, um, which I don't know if that's um, allowed anymore. I don't know if you're allowed to ban roses, but he banned roses from his restaurant. He's banning food, which I feel like is... You know, just because he doesn't like roses, some other people might like roses, Avishar. So, you know, open up that. Uh, I love that my my team uh, mate, Sarah, is cooking with yogurt again. She's the yogurt queen. Mm. Um, she loves making things with yogurt. Um, I like that she's sticking with what she's good at. Um, Brian, anything on that? On yogurt? Yeah, anything. <laughs> Okay, we'll just move on. I, I, have of- some, I have something about yogurt. I want to point out Tillamook is the the yogurt. They had like a long shot ad spot for Tillamook there, Brian. I don't know if you saw that where she was like pondering like yogurt or sour cream, yogurt or sour cream. And if you've ever been to Tillamook, Oregon, it uh, smells like shit. It's just cattle <laughs> everywhere uh, and, you, and little flies just like – all over your skin when you step out of the car. So skip it. <laughs> I for- okay. I, I, we, we, okay. So this, so Annie, thank you so much. This also, yeah, thank we need you to so not much. squander this opportunity. We have a Pacific Northwesterner who's like on the thing. And this, this whole season is Portland. Right. We need to be asking Annie the Portland questions. Like what? Mm. It, we like- do. We do. So Tillamook, it smells like shit and little flies get on you. Okay. Yeah, because it's all it's all uh, stockyards for the cows, for the dairy. So it's like oh, really, good. really so gross. The, so that means those flies that are landing on you are like, oh, let's get some blood out of you. That's good. That's that's fun. Yeah. That, yeah. that feels good. Mm-hmm. Doesn't everyone miss when you uh, would go to the pool and uh, was it a hornet fly would land on you and bite you and it shit stung like fuck? Mm. Horse fly. Sorry. Horse what did fly. I say? Hornet fly. Let's retake that. I can't have the hornet, the hornet fly lobby after me. No, people are gonna know that you experimented combining a hornet and a fly. Oh no! And now people know I'm responsible for the murder hornets that were happening. Okay, I can take that heat. It's fine. Um, I do want to quickly we uh, um, 
they tried to make this about mothers, and I don't know why. Because Mother's Day is coming up. Mother's Day is coming up. We could have done it next week. It would have made more sense. But they like tried to like kind of force this like roses, mothers, do something inspired by your mother, and everyone's like, "Cool, yeah, this is what my mom made me." And then Pascuzzi was like, "I don't like my mom," <laughs> <laughs> which means he should probably do very well in this. <laughs> Reeves, do you have thoughts on uh, Pascuzzi not liking his mom? So. What I like is that there was no follow-up to it. It was just, I don't like my mom. <laughs> Nothing else after that. We got no follow-up. We got no explanation. We, that's all we know about him now is that he just doesn't like his mom, which is okay. People have trouble with their families. That's fine. But I want a little bit of closure. So maybe in a later episode, they will bring his mom on to the show and we will see some kind of conclusion wow. to this. And then his mom will come on and say, you know, I used to work at Kraft with Tom Caligio. Because, <laughs> Annie, you don't you know this. You keep saying this guy's name. Who are you referencing? <laughs> He's our Gabriel boss. in the show. Gabriel Pescuzzi. No, about Tom Caligio. I don't know who Tom he Caligio used to, is. <laughs> He's yeah, our boss. He used to work for Tom Caligio before he was on Top Chef. And he keeps bringing up every episode. Tom is our boss and head judge of Top Chef. He's the bald yes. guy who like He's walks around guy. and is like, what are you doing? We, um, I I thought Pescuzzi was going to go home this episode because we learned about his mom troubles, and then we also learned he used to be fat. So I'm like, oh, he's going home. We got two backstory things. His uh, ass is out of here. Wait a well, second. here's who wait, I thought was going to go home uh, this week. I, <laughs> I thought the rules of people going home were if you had kids or a sleeve tattoo. I didn't know your weight factored in at all. Oh no no no! Not, just just that we got his like sad story out. Like, we see. we got like I came on to Top Chef to talk about hating my mom and talking about used to being fat. Now I can go home because I did it. Like you get like <laughs> that nice bow tie mm. on your story. No, we do. And then also, I think Maria. I was like, oh no, wait, it's Maria going home because not only does she have an arm tattoo, but she also talked to her kid and her wife. <laughs> yes, she like, did. Oh, she's out of here. She's gone for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, but that's not the reason why. So you just helped me out because I thought she was going home, but not because of that. I thought she was going home because of this. Nelson, talk to me, Goose. Doing rice and beans. Inspiration by it is my mom. It's a tribute to her. Going super Dominican on this one. Atta boy. And she's calling Nelson a boy again. And we've talked about this before. <laughs> and you can't do that. you got to stop calling a black man a boy. We don't like it. And that's oh, why she, I thought she was going to go home. She said she called him boy. I thought she said, oh, boy. Attaboy. She said attaboy. Oh, attaboy. Which is the second time she's mm-hmm. done it. And I know it seems uh, Brian's making a face like. I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Brian's making a face like. I talk to you like that all the time, Jamal. It's fine. I'm not. (laughs) And what I'm saying is this if you think that that saying is innocuous, go watch Tom Clancy's Without Remorse that just came out on Amazon Prime. You will see a white guy talk to a black guy that same way and say the same line, and it has the same undertones to it. Mm. So. I'm not trying to make this racial, but come on, Maria, stop calling Nelson boy. Yeah, it is weird. It's very, it's very um, condescending. Yeah, and so now I've made it weird. But if you're still listening, let's move forward. Um, <laughs> Atta boy! <laughs> and she did it right on the podcast. She did That was Katie's. That was Pete Holmes. Yeah, it was Pete Holmes. He was making. Uh, um, yeah. Before we move on from. 
Maria, we do, <laughs> we do um, another very weird thing that she decides to do is cook with shrimp, even though she's allergic to shrimp. Oh, that was so weird. If you're a chef, you'll do, I guess, but like not on a TV show competition where like you should know what you're, she's like, I can't eat this. I'll probably die. And she's like, yeah, I'll do it anyway. That's yeah. crazy. If I was allergic, people, from what I know about people who are allergic to shrimp, if you eat shrimp, you die. So I wouldn't go near a shrimp. I'd be yeah, the kid in school who could go throat. near peanut butter. Yeah. 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 But I love shrimp. It doesn't do anything to me. So I would have said, Maria, get in there and make that shrimp. But it did do something <laughs> to you, right? When not a bunch of shrimp beat you up, right? Oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the shrimps who beat me up. I don't want to talk about them anymore. That's it's okay. I, there were I, a lot of them. So it wasn't, it's not they that were a lot. <laughs> yeah, there was like 20 of them, and I was like, wow, you guys like came out of nowhere. I didn't even see you guys here. And then I got outnumbered very quickly. And it's not like that one individual punch hurt. It was the accumulation of punches. Um, anyways, Chris gave Padma a rose when he presented his dish, and I could have sworn that's against the rules to flirt with the judges. Mm. Um, and this kind of brings into question, he also wins the quick fire, so like, is that all you need to do to win the quick fires to flirt with Padma and then you'll just be called the winner? Because he does win. He wins by making la because he's back in his Haitian bag and he's making a cornmeal porridge that his mom used to make, but he substituted with rose water and candied pistachios. Anything, Reeves? No? Uh, candied pistachios. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> every every time Jamie describes a dish on this show, she says like three words, and then she starts like just making sounds, and it's very interesting. Uh, that's the the lady who kept going like, Ooh, boo, 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 boo. oh, the it's, chicken uh, lady. It's fine. Yeah, sh- she's on my team. Um, and I pictured one the whole thing, so this was a depressing episode. Oh. Um, so let's talk about the elimination challenge. Uh, because this is like a we thought in the beginning when we saw the trailer for this season that this was going to be Restaurant Wars. We thought that what this uh when we saw the drive-in, we're like that's clearly Restaurant Wars. But this is basically like a pre-Restaurant Wars, Restaurant Wars. If you think about it, I because what. I fucking loved this challenge. Like, <laughs> right? I didn't like how they kind of like manufactured the like three on three scores because clearly the green team fucking housed the mm-hmm. yellow team. But this challenge ruled. Like, I thought it was just going to be like they're going to be doing stuff for drive in and hates to be eat in a car. That's fun on its own. And then to have the head to head genre thing. Like, mm-hmm. I know that Shoda hated it. He was like, why do I have yeah. to fucking cook <laughs> horror? Let me cook food. But this was a lot of fun to me. I really enjoyed this. So for the audience, each team was responsible for six dishes, which had to be inspired by the following film genres, comedy, drama, action, sci-fi, horror, and romance. And the judges and guest diners voted for their favorite dishes in each round, and they were all at a drive-in theater. So like, you had the guest judges all paired up in cars together, and we're going to talk about some of the commentary in those cars later. Um (laughs) But on the green team, we had Avishar, Byron, Dawn, Gabe, and Maria. And on the yellow team, Chris, Gabriel, Jamie, Nelson, Sarah, and Chota. And it's important to note that Chris chose to go on the yellow team mm-hmm. because with his immunity, he got to choose which group he wanted to work with. And then Padma put him on the spot and said, why'd you choose that team? And I wanted him to say the real reason that he chose it because I knew the reason he chose it. Everyone on this team has won before. So 
It's a solid team. It's yeah. that's that's the team that I would choose. Yeah. Um only I think only one person on the other team has won uh the elimination before. So I would have chose this team as well. Don. Um mm, so no. both what? Don and Gabe had won elimination challenges for the for the green team. That's a solid team too, but I think the yellow team is the team. Oh right, Gabe, right. Is the team that But you I just feel like when you're looking at uh Shota, Sarah, Jamie just uh won, didn't she? A previous episode or whatever. So Yeah, no, that's 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 the team to pick. Um made the right So Padma tells them not to give her something messy and drippy to eat in her car. And so I mean I had an issue with this because Padma, something messy and drippy is all I want to eat in my car. <laughs> Too much? Reeves? <laughs> I don't think I get it. Can you say it again? Oh, I get what you're doing now. I can't. So uh, Gabriel <laughs> thinks that you put ice cream in a milkshake. Let's listen to him trying to mansplain how to make milkshakes to Sarah. Do a milkshake. Are you worried about not having huge containers to make a lot of ice cream? Not really, because it's a milkshake. <laughs> Fucking sit down. <laughs> Wait, no, but you do so make... Great. You make... Milkshakes out of ice cream. I don't understand what the fucking sit down. What's the confusion here? You make ice cream. You make milkshakes out of ice cream. Yeah, but you don't need two that crazy amounts of ice cream. But didn't Here's they have to make em- it for like sixty cars or something? So that's- yes, but she. They also she used uh, liquid nitrogen, I believe, to cool I down think, the stuff. I think he pictured her having to make a bunch of ice cream and yes. then turning the ice cream into milkshakes, which is what I would think to do. That's but she I was thought. like, no, I'll just like not make it fully ice cream. Yes. Well, the big problem here is Gabriel wants to be the leader, but he doesn't have leadership qualities. Mm-hmm. So but that's that's the, he, the issue. They, I don't know if it's production, but they're really doing a great job at making you be like, look what this white man is doing. Yeah. Like every ep- – <laughs> like, this cast is so diverse, and it's like just Pascuzzi left, and the production's just like, look at this guy. See, he's, <laughs> he's trying to be the leader. It's wild. He's, Maybe it's actually it's like, happening. I think he's just doing that. Like, it just yeah. seemed like he wanted to, like, tell everyone what to do and, like, put his opinion in. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with him, but is that as a, normally as, how he is? As a white guy, I yes. want to <laughs> blame it on production and but and not make it like it's just like what white people do, what white men do. But maybe it is. Maybe it is what we do. Mm. Annie, could you move your mic a little closer to your mouth? I can't really hear you. <laughs> hello, hello. Okay, yeah. And then and then just like make sure that it stays there the whole time. Just really want to make sure Jesus. we get a good sound. And, and now Brian wants to be the boss. And mm. Jamal, if you could, please, could you? Um... No, don't talk to me, white devil. Shut up. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's listen to Gabriel want to be the leader, but no one's buying it. And I'm making a harissa glaze. Make sure you taste those shouts and none of them taste bitter. Yeah, I already did, man. Gabriel really wants to be the leader. Are you going to cook the peppers or? Yeah. I got to get the skin off the peppers. But then we can cut them outside, you know? Yeah. We have to. If that's the role he wants to take, I'm happy to let him take it. But ultimately, I'm going to make the dish that I want to make. How you doing, Sarah? Yeah, she's doing fine. Go away. All right? don't, <laughs> don't try and fuck up my girl Sarah's dish, all right? Here's Stop what I think. Tank my team just because you're on Brian's team and you're not doing good. Here's what I think he wanted to say. He walked over there and he wanted to be like, did you peel the peppers? Hoping she'd be like, no, I didn't. So she, he could be like, you know, I work for Tom. Tom likes it if you peel peppers. <laughs> but she said that she already did. And so he's like, oh, I got to come up with something else. Uh, I got to boss more people around. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, <laughs> at one point, Maria also says that she wants to beat the Italian boy over there in reference to Gabriel Pescuzzi. I don't know what the deal is, Maria. <laughs> she, she's calling Nelson boy. She's calling Pescuzzi Italian boy. <laughs> What's going on? She I seemed like she, she was great. having a, a bit of a meltdown in this episode. <laughs> like, is that normal for her to be like so emotional? Like she was very. No, down. no, no. This is the first. Uh, this is the most she's been highlighted in any of the uh, episodes, I believe. So oh, okay. this was like we got to We got to Who knows? Maybe she's been doing this in the other episodes and there's just been other stuff going on. They didn't mm-hmm. use that footage. But um, for this episode, that was. Um, a, a turn. It was a different take I, for Maria. Uh, I do like her reasoning for it, which was like, I'm just in the middle every time, so I don't know like what's good, what's bad. Am I doing a good job? Am I doing a bad yeah. job? Like, I I need to know what's going on because she's like doesn't know what to do. So like, mm-hmm. uh, and it turns out she kicked ass. Yeah. Here's what you got to do. You got to cook your food. Mm-hmm. You know, just cook your food. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which her food now is hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she'd make hot dogs the uh, rest also of the time. Also your food, Reeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got two There's so hot many, dogs. <laughs> there are so many random shots of in this while they're preparing in the drive-in of Sarah just looking around while people are talking. And I didn't understand <laughs> it. But she was like just making milkshakes. And I was like, why are there so many random cut to Sarah? She's not doing anything. She's not talking to anyone. And she's just so much of the B-roll. I thought maybe it's because she wasn't arguing with anyone. I I think it's probably she just did nothing. I think it took a long time just like stirring it and it left it by itself. But I also, they didn't give her a hard time. Like they gave Dawn a hard time. Like they weren't like, you had four hours and you just made milkshakes. Whereas like Dawn, they would get four hours and you made popcorn. But hers had like duck skin in it and other kind of like crazy things I'd never put in popcorn. Yeah, but also I think they would have given a hard time if the milkshake was bad. Mm-hmm. It's a milkshake. Who makes a bad milkshake? Milkshake is again. It's like surprised. cheating. You're doing cheating. Cheating. You'd be milkshake surprised. It's like scallops and oysters. It's gonna be good. Mm. I don't and know. Annie understands that. Annie understands. She used to live a life of scallop and oysters. Oh sure. I still eat. I still eat seafood sometimes. I'm a sometimes. Annie. Eater. Annie used to be called Chuck and Dive in. That was my. <laughs> Sorority name was Shuck and Dive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rolls. Well, that's a tale for another time. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Um, so the drive-in is popping. People are pulling up. I thought it was super uncomfortable that they were just showing the chefs and what they were talking about while they're cooking yeah. up on the big screen while people were at the drive-in. So, so later on, like Pescuzzi's like commenting about what the judges voted on, and he's like. You do realize that they could hear and see you, right? So your comments are being seen by everyone at the driving right now on a big screen. Um, More I love that. Oh, can we really quick talk about um, the the decision to put who in what car for this? Like, clearly, we know that Padma hates Richard Blaze. Yep. Um, so it was it was Padma and Tom in a car, and that seemed to bother Tom. Tom didn't seem to love that. Yeah. Tom wanted to be in his own car. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't really drive passenger vehicles. He's either being driven by them or like he's driving by himself. So this was new for Tom. He was like, you know, if this was Last Chance Kitchen, I'd have my own car right now because uh, that's my show. <laughs> that's the show I have fun on. 
Um, but yeah, then they, we also saw that Richard and Gail were in a car, and yeah. boy, mm-hmm. were they getting flirty. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there were great, like it clearly was who wanted to be in the car because it was like Gregory and Kwame were in a car together. It was like, oh, okay, it's just like which, <laughs> which I feel like when they were doing the pairings, everyone, whoever the producers for Top Chef is like, well, we know one pairing we're going to put together. For sure. I don't think they, but they were like, yeah, we want that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Let's put the two black people. You guys okay being together? Yeah. Great. We thought so. <laughs> Gosh, they make everything so much easier. <laughs> they don't complain. <laughs> They're so great. <laughs> Whereas they probably have to, like jump through hoops like Padma. Who do you want to be in a car with? <laughs> like, yeah. can I get my new car? I think, well, when I say probably, I know for a fact that Tom told me. That Padma had a pros and cons list for every potential passenger in her car, <laughs> and and I think Tom just kind of won by default because everyone else had like yeah. so many cons against yeah. them. It was mm. like Gail can't have another woman in the car with me because I need to like be the only woman in a car, <laughs> and then you know it just like the, everyone else had a had a you know it was not going to be Richard Blaze of course she just like put a yeah. big X over Richard Blaze's name was like, I'm not going to bother doing that he's awful. Um, Tom also had a list. He said, I can't be in a car with another man because I'm going to wear my power vest. So I need to be in a car where my vest can pop and it won't be challenging anyone else. He was like slumped into his chair. So he was cool. relaxed. In he was there, like, man. I think he was he stoned. Some of that Seattle, some of that Portland. This yeah. episode, Tom's like, I don't even have to get out of a car this episode. I'm, I'm barely going to try this episode. That's a place um, that you smoke, though. The drive-in, go yeah. watch a movie and blaze up. So that leads me to my next question. Who here has been to a drive-in movie? I have. I'm the I only have. one. Uh, uh, Annie I has. So. I have. Brian Reeves. No. No. They're fun. I think you'd she- remember it. I don't think you'd have to rack your brain. I think you'd remember it. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever watch a movie in my car? <laughs> Maybe I did it as a kid. Maybe my parents took me to go see The Secret Life of... You would remember that Nim. still. No, wait. Walter the Mitty. The Secret... Nim. The Secret of Nim. That's what I was going to say. Secret of Nim. Secret Life. There we go. There we go. And you can, Brian, edit that so it was clean. And Three, two, one. Up. The Secret of Nim. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Um, I love that... Um, uh, that... Uh, Padma is doing what is done at all indie film festivals where every time they do a category, someone has like a little short, little funny intro to the category and oh. she's doing them all by herself. Okay. Let's this, all go around. We, we and need to talk about favorite. this. Yeah. Yeah. Also, before we talk about our favorite, the fact that everyone kept praising her and laughing <laughs> like it was the funniest thing they'd ever seen. I was like, y'all are lying to yourselves. Except for Tom. Tom kind of had a face like, oh God, like Tom hated it. Tom was in the car with her. He was like, out. I can't say anything. I can't say anything. He, okay. She would look at him every time like, right, I'm good. Yeah, I'm super good. <laughs> I think that's maybe why she wanted to have him in the car is because she wanted to get his reactions to seeing her on the screen being the star of the show. Because in her mind, she's mm. like, I'm the star. Yeah. It's not yeah. you, Tom. <laughs> and Tom's just sinking lower and lower as he sees yeah. his this show is being my taken show. away from him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom's like, I can do all of this stuff. 
Oh wow, I would have loved. And I do it on Last Chance Kitchen. All right, we're going super long. Let's just real quick. Let's do favorites and least favorites of Padma's acting um, intros. So let's. We'll try to remember them all real quick. Real quickly, she did. Well, uh, one is easy to remember. That action suit. Hello. She got. Well, she she got hit with pies. With for comedy, she did. Okay, what was the action one? Was she just like holding a knife? No, the knife was. She was in a bodysuit that was zipped a little bit down, and she was all sweaty. And she. That's right. That bodysuit looked terrible. It looked like a a children's. I don't know what you're talking about. It looked great. Padma, (laughs) don't listen to him. You look great. She did the uh, a few good men like you can't handle the food or whatever. Like hit the food. She for threw the all the food off the table. She had then... an alien mask on and a voice <laughs> yeah, she did. modifier mm-hmm. for sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And then what was the romance... romance one? I don't remember the romance. Oh, one. it was like he loves me, loves me not with the rose. Oh, okay, okay, all right. All I right. Like she should have used that bodysuit for the romance one. Am I right? All right. Favorite and we're moving on. Favorite and least favorite. <laughs> Both of mine are sci-fi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay, okay. <laughs> Did you guys think that it was her underneath that mask? No way. It definitely no. wasn't her. I thought it was someone else at first. <laughs> I thought it was someone else. <laughs> Why do we can't do it anymore? I feel like that was the funniest reaction. Was both sci-fi. I don't think doing it anymore. <laughs> I think my favorite was the drama, and my least favorite was the comedy. I think my favorite was the drama. My least favorite was the sci-fi. I didn't get it. Okay. I think my <laughs> favorite was drama and least favorite was probably sci-fi. Yeah. Ah, Brian. Same well, Tom way. had fun. Tom, <laughs> Tom had fun with the uh, sci-fi one when they were serving the dishes because he, he livened up. Listen to him. And no chocolate. Enjoy. He's a real nerd, in the best way. Avishar just nailed that ice cream dish. More s'mores, please. More s'mores, more please. More s'mores, more s'mores, more s'mores, more s'mores, more s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lost his mind. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. That's the he funniest thing lost he's ever done on any show. He forgot where he was. <laughs> That shit was so awkward. It was, he, was he like hoping that it would catch on and no one did it, so he just kept doing it? Like the amount of times he did it was too long or too short. It was like a weird amount of times. Oh, perfect perfect comedy. Yeah, I think Tom for a second there thought he was at last chance kitchen. He was like, I'm having fun. Let's do it. <laughs> at first I thought he was doing that he was referencing um the office, US. When uh, Toby's telling a story about, he's like, oh, we got so many s'mores, no more s'mores. But then he kept, like, just saying more yeah. s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> more s'mores. And maybe you thought Padma would do it, too, and then she didn't. I thought she did. I thought she was doing it. She did. She did. She was doing it, too. Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah. She was there oh. uh, chanting with him in the car, mm-hmm. which, um, yeah, that's why I was like, wow, Tom is, is opening up here. Mm-hmm. I think he might have boxed, uh, uh, I think he was stoned. I think he was stoned too. Yeah, he seemed stoned. He was super in the cut in that car. He did the more s'mores thing. He was wearing a power vest. He was scared of Shota's black hot dog. Which, Which, I mean, the story that went along with it was truly terrifying. It was like, I thought about my dog dying, and so I made this hot dog that's disgusting and black for you. Like, if I heard that and then had to eat something gross, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Is he okay? 
that but it fit the so horror disgusting. genre it did but it looked so disgusting i would not have eaten that it looked no, so yeah. gross no way. And to, I, I mentioned it when we first started like clearly that lost and then just to make the show work they were like show does hot dog wins and it's like no it doesn't <laughs> it no one liked it <laughs> Um, it was terrible. It looked awful, <laughs> and it was mushy. And then said it won, and it made no sense. <laughs> Let's talk about someone's dish that actually went over well. Sarah made a your place or mine milkshake, and it won easily. Um, and Gabriel tried to celebrate too much with her, and she didn't like it. Um, I want to say when Sarah made a the milkshake, uh, the your place or mine milkshake. My understanding is that you actually don't have to figure out if it's your place or mine because. Your milkshake should be bringing all the boys to the yard is what I've understood about milkshakes. I haven't had a milkshake in a while, but next time I do have a milkshake, I usually am going to the yard to get them. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, in my, in. Experience, <laughs> in my experience, uh, delay? generally, if the milkshake is good, they'll come. <laughs> Me? Oh. <laughs> well, let's just leave my, my bit in. That's good. I, I bombed. That's good. <laughs> But no, thank you, I was, Annie. I was gonna try to make. It, I was gonna be like the prison like yard. And I wasn't sure, so I didn't say anything. That's good. I your like first thought care. after your first thought after your black friend says the yard is prison yard. That's good. The yard. Let's so, talk movie about called the yard. It's the yard. longest yard. Is your longest yard? Longest yard. Um, <laughs> so here's something. Um, when they're leaving the drive-in, Richard Blaze says, uh, "Hit it to Gail," and she says, I "Thought you'd never ask." And I was wondering why that audio was left in the show. It was great. Because they're mean? all fucking stoned. Yeah. I think they were stoned and drunk before they came because they were they were pretty wild in those cars. Can I ask a quick question? What so when Maria presents her hot dog piece, she has like a bunch of innuendo along with it. And then Gail says something about how like the I can't remember something about like the the best part of going out for her is the hot dog. What I don't understand what like is it the joke for her is mm. like food is like the is the best thing for her. I don't think I got the joke. I well, let's it, let's I tell I you what, let's so. listen to that and let's figure it out <laughs> for ourselves. Dog with a homemade buns. This is a very typical dish in Mexico, and you eat it after the bars and after you got some action, you get a hot dog. So thank you. <laughs> oh, that's very good. <laughs> Wow. I mean, the hot dog is usually the action for me personally. Okay. So, okay. So what is she referencing? Gail has like three kids. So she's (laughs) lying. (laughs) She's just lying through her teeth here. (laughs) It seemed like that she was saying what she meant was usually eating the hot dog is the only action she gets. She doesn't get a hot dog in her bun. Okay. That. Thank you. I really did not get the I, joke. And, I, <laughs> and yeah. now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> we need you on more. <laughs> so this is the first uh, elimination challenge where the boat, the entire group has to be in, at judges' table, and the yellow team just gets grilled in front of the entire cast. Um, so take that, Gabriel. Um, Let's just cut to it. Um, I have a question. Jamie's a question. Her hand is raised. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Annie. 
Um, we haven't discussed the fact that somebody made ribs, no doubt the messiest, grossest food to eat in a car. What and why did they do that? What was that? And about? didn't Chris make that for comedy? <laughs> Wasn't that <laughs> supposed to be comedy? No, no I think it was it. chicken wings were comedy. Yeah, it was like the chicken wings were comedy. Chicken. What was the ribs for then? It was um sci-fi? No. Drama? Were they dramatic? Were the Drama? dramatic ribs? Romance, maybe. Either way, that's literally what Padma said, don't give me something do drippy that. and greasy. Well, Padma and said, like, she was like, I think, I, but these, this is referring to Jamie's dish, was like, I think I already got something sticky on the buttons. Mm-hmm. was like, yeah. that's going to happen. It's a car, and you're eating yeah. a car. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, just wipe your car down. Also, it's not even your car. You guys leased this being, fuck that car up. Give it back dirty and full of food. <laughs> it's a lease. Throw it in the garbage afterwards. It's single use. That car is single use. He's the one driving to the lake. So, so the chicken was the comedy, and that was a comedy of errors because Jamie made bad chicken, and it cost her. And this is the second week in a row that someone messed up and is going home on chicken. Let's listen to Jamie get eliminated. Jamie, please pack your knives and go. See you at last chance, kitchen. Get another shot. Yes. Honestly, I've grown a lot. If I can show you physically, I would be six foot five right now. Yao Ming style, slam duck. i grown that much. Brat. That's my ending. <laughs> Good luck to you, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> I just got rejected. What is that? Tinder? Swipe left? Like right? I don't know what swipe you do. <laughs> I got swiped. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> The first elimination challenge, I kicked myself down. I realized I need to stop doing that. At least I didn't go brrrr at the end. Too much. (laughs) I've definitely grown from it. I want a redemption, but I'm like not a soggy cooker. (laughs) Okay. That was interesting. That was an interesting (laughs) goodbye. She seems like a person who really fights her true feelings and puts on like a happy face. Uh, she's just like, ah, it's fine, it's fine, and like inside, she's just dying. Just <laughs> like, <falling> yeah. <laughs> Do you think those sounds are her being like, instead of just saying what she actually feels, she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I don't want to say what I actually feel. I'll just make a sound, get it out. <laughs> She's a she's a legend. She's Top Chef legend for me with the I feel huge Yao Ming dunk. That's great. That's legend yes. status. You are I mean, forever. You I'm going to hang your jersey in the in the rafters for Top Chef. Because she said it's she just... felt like she grew <clears throat> 10 feet tall like a basketball player. And, and then said dunk. the basketball player's name mm-hmm. and then said dunk. That's very yeah. cool. So she's and she's up on the NBA and now that's a crossover connection. She made a reference um, to the NBA from 2001, which I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, So this was a big deal. Jamie went home. Well, she's going to Last Chance Kitchen, but it's a big deal because she's on my team and I picked her to win the whole thing, and now my hopes are all on Sarah. Um, but let's take a look at the updated rankings after this episode for our Fantasy League competition. Brian, <clears throat> you now officially, since uh, Kiki lost to Jamie in the Last Chance Kitchen, you officially now have two people who have been eliminated off your team, leaving you only three chefs for the remainder of the season. We're only in week five. You have 28 points. Reeves has 38 and a half points, and I have 39 points, so I'm your leader. 
I am neck your leader. Um, so I'm still winning. <laughs> I'm going to continue to win because my team's amazing. I got rid of my dead weight first week. <laughs> and <laughs> Roscoe's just chilling and last chance kitchen. Um, so yeah, that's the updates on the, on the fantasy. And Annie, would you like to do another, um, um, why am I, why can't I think of this? We're doing another segment, segment. with us. Sure. <laughs> another segment with us called Add Foam, Debone, or Send Home. This is where you pick out of the three of us which one of us would you add foam to, which one of us would you debone, and which one of us would you send home. And really quick, for everyone who said that we didn't do it um, with Asan, we did. I just cut it, and maybe I'll put it out later as a little <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, a lot of people said that. They were texting me that. So, c- question. It's yeah. Add Foam, like um, – like- Whipping like a whipping cream kind of yep. add foam. Yeah, food okay. related. Yeah. Uh huh. And, and then, then debone, debone like deboning a steak or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Even and then you know how the sense of. <laughs> <work>, so. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, any? Uh, do I have to go in any order? Or? No. Let's uh, go foam debone send home. I guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Jamal, I'll add foam to you because uh, you could be sweeter. You know, <laughs> you, can, you can be sweetened up <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, These are real critiques, so this is going to hurt. <laughs> okay. I'm getting ready. Okay. Really okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Brian, I'll, I'll debone you, but only because I want to send Reeves home. Because he's not home currently, so oh. it makes more sense. To send him home, but That's I, it. I when I say debone, like I would de, I would debone something for you. I wouldn't debone you because I don't want you to be without your bones. Okay, so there's something about me and my personality <laughs> that the guests always come after me, <laughs> and I can't blame the guests. It's something with me, so I'll look into that. That's fine. The guests always literally take shots at me. Well, to be um, fair, that is also our dynamic is that you take shots at me. So I got to take, you took shot at me minute one in this podcast. Of, oh, what did no I say? But, no, but Annie, oh, you run an improv theater. So that's true. I did. I did do that. You did no but me, though. Um, so, Annie, <laughs> thank you for coming on the episode. Um, do you have any plugs? Anything you want to plug, Annie? Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on the Instagram at Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, is scary. Uh, and follow Bandit Theater. And we do shows and classes and workshops and hopefully be back in person sometime soon. So check us out, BanditTheater.org. And if I'm ever back in D.C., when I'm back in D.C., check out Nixon. Only four of us, though. Yes, only check out four of us. If you go and see Nixon and there's five of us, that's the wrong Nixon. You're at a weird Republican mixer. So, Annie, thanks for coming on. I want to I wanna really quick – I, I want to uh, – I think all of us can vouch for Annie being uh, very funny and a great improv coach. I can vouch that, for that, too. That's, that's, that's a thing She's you want to do if you want to learn improv, which – I mean, it's kind of a dying art for this point. But if you're looking for it, go to Andy. <laughs> Why? Why would you say that? Thank you you said that. I could be sweeter. You said I could be sweeter. <laughs> Annie's great. She's just good coaching, what teaching, Brian said about everything me from her. Sweet. She's the best. And improv Thanks. is a thing that's still Thanks. happening. Yes. No, she she's. I, I'm. 
I'm just very. I. It's not happening where I live currently. It's completely dead here. Every theater that did improv is gone here. There's only one theater and it's gone. So that's what I'm referring to. Annie's great. Do suffer her theater. It's fantastic. Be as funny as us. <laughs> Question mark. All right. Well, that's it for us here at Pod Chef. Until next time, we're gonna pack our knives and go.